It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? Take out the trash. Take out the papers and the trash. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with this thing too. Soundtrack. I, I love sing too. I know it's so good. Okay. <clears throat> I think it might be the best movie of the year. Sing one was the best movie of the year until like of that year that I came out. Oh, this tastes very like I'm eating a salad. <laughs> it's still the new year. It is. And Alexis is doing dry January. Dry January. What, how, how are you feeling? Good. A couple feel, weeks in. I feel great. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I've had the best sleep of my life. And for any of you that don't know, I have really wacky dreams like every night. So yeah, I've like haven't woke up in the middle of the night. I feel great. I've been working out. 5 a.m. Kettlebell. Kettlebell combine. <sighs> okay. Uh-huh. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. It's hard. Like it's hard to like just not have a glass of wine. Yeah. Or like, in your case, a White Claw. A White Claw. With your neighbors. I know. <laughs> Don't worry. Bubbly has replaced White Claw, and I have a cover, so I can just fake it till I make oh, it. Oh, perfect. You know? You can and you act like crazy all the time, so people probably can't tell, <laughs> they the can't tell the difference. They're like, is she drinking, or is this just is a Lex? Well, you know what the funny thing is? I... I don't know if the cleaning lady or someone, like, this book fell, and it was pregnancy mocktails. And I was like, is that um, a sign? So okay, I'm going to make all these cute drinks. Not that I'm pregnant, but. <laughs> <laughs> you need to understand that we went to a psychic, which we've already talked about, like, a year and a half ago. And Alexis has three kids. The psychic told her that she was going to have a fourth child. I told her, no, she's not allowed to. <laughs> no. And guess what? I'm almost 40, so we better, like, it's that would be bad. We have people in our lives who got pregnant at, like, 41, 42. Oh, you know what's crazy is all my high school friends are getting pregnant. Okay, did Wes get that shit fixed yet? Because I am concerned for you. No, tape that shit up. We're going to get him like those duct tape underwear or something. (laughs) What? What does that have to do with? Because I don't want him near me. I don't want to get pregnant. I'm freaked out. He literally, it's a 15-minute surgery. They, the doctor does like 35 a day. <laughs> Do you have any, like, what is a drug that we can put in his coffee and he'll pass out? We can take him there. I don't think they'll like legally take him in if like you bring your passed out husband. <laughs> like you roll him in like, go do it, doc. It's just like <laughs> anesthesia. It's like self. Yeah, but I feel like he has a sign off on the procedure. <laughs> like it's Uh-oh. his body. I'll get him not that fucked up that he can actually sign. <laughs> okay. I mean, this actually is an interesting lead into our topic today. Oh, God, what is it? The company that we're talking about today isn't for everybody. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. It is for a lot of people, but there's a big percentage of the population who, like, would never openly admit that this is for them. Oh, God, okay. Okay? Actually, the stats are crazy. Nearly 40 million people in the U.S. utilize this regularly, and 35% of all internet traffic is related to this. Any ideas? We already did condoms, so I don't know. Let me just give you one more hint before I tell you. When I was writing this episode, I had to clear my cache on my computer, like, all the time. 
Was it something with porn? Yes. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> porn. Dude, you know that shit will show up at work. So you better be careful because you're- I own the company. <laughs> no, but like what if you're browsing and you accidentally type in something and like you're talking to your people and it's like- I mean, this- you got to clear your cash and your search oh, history. Oh God. Okay. Don't you know how porn works? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let me educate you. Great. So today we're talking about porn, okay. specifically Pornhub. Pornhub. Okay, yeah. I haven't heard of that. I've heard of that other red tube. You've one. never heard of Pornhub? You're like the only person in the United States. Well, I like the only one I heard of was that red tube because we used to catch Jake on it all the time when he was a teenager. <laughs> the little brother? Yeah. Okay, well, a lot of people consume porn on the internet, in case you didn't know, and apparently you're not one of them. No, I'm not, but... But the leader of all things internet porn, like, really is Pornhub. I mean, there are two other sites, supposedly, that are more popular. It's not red tube. I had never heard of them. Like their names, I don't even remember what they were. They're just like XX something or whatever. Okay. But Pornhub has really like most of the market share. Like they're like the top three, like the number three pornography site on the internet. And I know it seems weird that we're talking about porn because like, I don't know. It just, I mean, it's not weird. You know, and people are into what they're into. They're into what they're and into. Some people might need to learn some shit, you know? I don't know. Totally. But <laughs> the real reason we're talking about it is not to, like, teach people, like, new moves. <laughs> okay. Um, it That's is, not this podcast. <laughs> that is a different podcast. I'm sure there's one out there for that. <laughs> really, Pornhub has pulled some of the craziest marketing stunts and campaigns. And in honoring our mission here at Will It Stick, I was like, we can't leave them out. We gotta talk about it. Gotta him. talk about it. So here we are. And honestly, their tactics are insanely creative. I know you said you haven't heard of it before, but Pornhub is actually like a Canadian owned. Now I'm gonna get porn shit all over my phone. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Watch out. I might get some, I might get curious. I don't know. You might, you could learn a, a trick or two. A trick or New two. trick. So Pornhub is Canadian owned. And it's actually the 10th most trafficked website in the world. Like, wow. The 10th most oh, I don't doubt that. traffic website in the world. They're the third most popular porn site, like I said. They're actually a relatively newer company. They were only founded in 07. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. I just, for some reason, assumed we had a client one time. I'm not going to name names. One of our very first clients, who's the husband, was like very big and made a lot of money in internet porn, like, in the early 90s when, like, the internet was still very new. Oh, I remember. Remember? And we were always like, how do they have all this money? Like, they weren't that, like, they didn't really do anything else successful. And then we found out it was porn. Really? And we thought it was, like, so Like, he was making movies? No, he was just, like, marketing it or something. like, getting porn to the people on the internet in the early interweb. It was, like, porn SEO. Yes. SEO for porn. SEO for porn. Oh, yes. Chase, he, don't get any ideas. He kind of looked like he could be a porn star. He, like, had a little more. <laughs> don't you think? I hope she doesn't listen. I hope they don't listen to this. I hope they don't listen to this. Whatever. If they do, cool. Hey, guys. Okay. What up? Anyways, so Pornhub actually is considered a brand that is a household name. Oh, interesting. Okay. And the reason they are is because somehow, despite being, like, a pornography company, They are featured in the mainstream media all the time. And I'm going to tell you why and how, because it's crazy. And really, it's a dream come true for most brands. Like, think of all the clients that have come to us and been like, I'm going to be the next household name. I want everybody to know. My target audience is everybody. We're like, oh, Lord, we've heard this song and dance a million times. We're like, sorry. It is so hard to make a brand a household name. 
Yeah. It's extremely hard. But Pornhub has done it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, new name in the Crusade household, Pornhub. I never knew this household name. Okay, your husband knows it. Oh, 125%. <laughs> so I found some recent stats that said that Pornhub got about 2.4 billion website visits in the past six months alone. Oh my God. Okay? That is not even the craziest thing. The craziest thing is they have not paid a dime for advertising in that same six-month period. Wow. 57% of their traffic comes from direct visits. Oh, so they're, they are a household name. They are a household name. 57% of people type pornhub.com into their browser. Oh, my God. They don't. Like they don't probably during the pandemic, it was even worse. It was crazy. Like, what were oh my god, no, it went up. This was like these numbers are from a little bit post, but still, no, like they are a household name. Every company dreams of this, like that kind of direct traffic is insane, especially for a brand only from 07. And it's just not easy to accomplish, like getting that kind of recognition. It's yeah, Pornhub doesn't need any other sites, like they don't need to advertise on other sites, they don't need other sites driving traffic. They are the traffic. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So how do they do it? Yeah. And like when, I want to know if you have this, when do they like, at what age do they hook most of their people? Oh, I don't have that. I'm going to look I mean, it concerns me that. Probably teenagers. Well, there's a lot. even younger. Right now about like kids being exposed to porn and like girls thinking. Remember Julie was telling us that like um, she has daughters and like girls are like thinking that they need, or she's a daughter, that girls like have to emulate, that, like that's how they have to act during sex is like how porn stars do because the, everyone their age is consuming porn and they don't know any better, which is crazy. But Well, maybe they're going to have lots better sex that generation. No, but if they're faking it just to like be. put on a performance and be performative, I don't know about that. That's scary. Oh okay. So besides like the obvious fact that like porn is probably like easy to sell, right? It oh, feels yeah. like it's a little easier to sell than like most products. They are really insanely creative and smart with marketing. So like, I just want to dive right into it. Okay. So one of the campaigns they've done was in 2014. Pornhub held a contest to find the brand's next big advertising campaign. And the winner was going to become the creative director of the brand for a year. Wow. And it was a paid position, although the payment was not determined or marketed up front. It was something, it said like it would be negotiated it upon like that you're going to be a porn star? No. <laughs> the create yeah. But no, that but was the, the payment. That was the payment. Yeah, be a porn star. So, the official rules read, the value of the contract will be determined after the completion of the contest. So, they just like would decide later. But this contest was not going to be a simple task because the requirement was that Pornhub wanted a SFW campaign. Do you know what that means? Oh no, fucking acronym. Oh, sorry. Acronyms. <laughs> we uh, we swear cool. on we swear on this podcast. Oh uh, yeah. Um, safe for work. Safe for work. They okay. wanted a safe for work G-rated campaign that could run anywhere. They did not want a campaign that featured porn, naked well, people. Well, that's smart. Okay. They can get more, get in but more eyeballs. Think about how hard that can be. Yeah, right. Porn. Mm-hmm. So this was called the search for the greatest non-pornographic ad campaign ever. Okay. Okay. The submission guideline said it could be a print ad, like for magazines or newspapers a billboard or other signage, or it could just be a storyboard that detailed out like a TV commercial or viral video. It was totally open. You obviously had to really feature the Pornhub brand and use like the approved brand assets that like were part of the submission, but that's it. That's it. Okay. And it was open to anyone in the I world. I hope you have these submissions. I cannot wait to see I have them. some good ones. It's open to anyone in the world. It was. 
Okay. I want to read you the creative brief from their website for this. Okay. It said, traditionally, porn has been a taboo subject. But the fact is, over 35 million people visit Pornhub.com every day. So how do we reach the next 35 million? We need a national advertising campaign that can be channeled through mainstream media. We need to spread the word that porn has something for everyone. And Pornhub should be your go-to site for free videos whenever and wherever you want. But not at work, people. Do not do porn at work, right? That's my own. They didn't write that. I wrote that. Okay. So why is this a challenge? As opposed to internet advertising where you can show some nudity and people will click, conveying our message through mainstream media will be challenging. We need to promote Pornhub through a G-rated ad campaign without risk of offending while still being a bit cheeky and fun. How fun is this, by the way? I know. Damn. Why didn't we know about this? It's I mean, 2014. So much fun. I know. So I immediately like was obsessed with this concept. And people were too because they got more than 3,000 submissions from around the world. Oh my God. I'm, that seems low. Yeah. Well, because it's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. And how many people want to be a creative director? I mean, they probably want to like secretly, but if they got the job, they'd be like, oh shit, I have to tell my wife I'm now a porn. <laughs> <laughs> and the creative director of Pornhub. Totally. I mean, this hunt for the creative campaign was covered by all of the press, like internationally. And not just like press that you would assume. It was like covered in, again, in mainstream media, like the job search, creative campaign, like all this stuff. The winner was 24-year-old Nuri Gulver, a copywriter from Istanbul. Okay. Okay. Here's his concept, Lex. Oh my God. What does it say? Describe it. All you need is a hand. All you need is hand. Oh, not- is hand. And it's two hands forming a heart. Yep. And it has Pornhub. It's a black ad. That's it. Okay. And Nuri said his concept was a simple one. He was quoted saying, because our icon is a hand, our campaign will easily be integrated into any media because everyone has a hand or is familiar with it. And they use it often in their daily life. So with our effective insight, we will announce the Pornhub name to the whole world in a short time. And what better place, Lex, to display this G-rated ad? Like, what is the place that every brand wants to launch their crazy ad campaign? The Super Bowl. No, no, no. Like, physical place. Oh, Times Square. Yes. Okay. Times Square. I've actually heard Times Square be called the eyegasm of advertising. Oh my God. Which felt really good for this episode. So I had to use that (laughs) that term here. And so they erected this ad. (laughs) I had to. It's so easy to put all the double entendres like in this episode. But they did. They erected the ad in Times Square. But that wasn't where Nuri's concept ended. Okay. He had another piece to it. So on the same day they erected this ad, they also executed the second part of his campaign. And his second idea was to gather a group of people together of all different nationalities with different hands. So like different skin tones, different ages, like wrinkles on their hands, like all different ages of people, right? And he he wrote, people of different nationalities with different types of hands, they will all sing, all you need is hand, and it will be sung to the music of all you need is love. Oh my God. This guy is so freaking creative. Pornhub was like, fuck yes. That is great. So they, on the same day that ad launched in Times Square, they hired the Gotham Rock Choir to sing their own parody rendition of the Beatles classic. Hey, 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 hey. 
Oh my God, that is so cool. Right? I mean, the video shows the choir standing in Times Square singing like this lovely song, and the billboard is just right there, like nearby. But of course, just hours after the ad went up and the choir performance ended, the ad was taken down. Why? I mean, because it was too racy. It was Pornhub. Oh like, my God, you know. America. But but let me tell you, they, this was perfect. This was way better that it was taken down because, of course, it was covered everywhere. And let me read you some of the headlines of the press covering that the ad was removed. The Guardian headline read, Pornhub can't keep it up. Huge New York billboard taken down. Another in the Huffington Post read, Pornhub Times Square billboard meets stiff opposition. Oh, my God. Like, they were just so creative with their headlines. I mean, of course, like, this whole thing from the start of it, like, the job search and the campaign search to the end of it where the campaign got removed, there was media attention on both ends of this campaign, and it was international attention. Like, everyone covered it. So that made helped propel brand awareness more than a single ad in Times Square could possibly have. Oh my God. I, I just, it blows me away. I mean, I haven't been to Europe in a long time, but it's so crazy how our country is so afraid to talk about sex. Yeah. And like, that's not even sexual. I mean, not like overtly. No, but like, come on. Like you just need a hand to get the job done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want to show you some of the runners up real quick. Can you explain? There's two, they're kind of small. Sorry. Explain what you're seeing. (laughs) a bus shelter ad that says where are you getting off (laughs) and the other one is two computers and it says you know the difference and it has two mouses one for the left hand one for the right hand so like if you need to get a little action done you move your mouse over to the left if you're right-handed you know Alexis didn't get it right away I was like "Uh, I don't really get that one she's like what okay anyways moving on to number two So lots of brands have tried to launch products or concepts via crowdfunding, right, Lex? Yeah. Like, everyone's doing it. I think it's crazy, but yeah. It's a little annoying. Pornhub decided that it would use crowdfunding to raise money to do something intergalactic. Oh my God, wait. I have to just tell you something because I searched on... Right, no, but it it goes with this. So I have this infograph that we have to share, but there's a bunch of them and it says... Guess what the top searches that were defined on Pornhub in 2019? The second top search for type of porn. I'm scared. I don't know. Alien porn. <laughs> what the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> what? I don't even know some of these. Someone needs I don't to even educate know what these, some of these okay, words are. Put the phone down. <laughs> You're scaring me. Your husband's going to be I'm like. I'm going to like start exploring. Oh my God. Okay, stop. Okay, move on. Okay, so. They decided they were going to raise money to do something intergalactic, which was taking porn to space. With alien porn. That's why it was the second top <laughs> no. search. It was billed as a sexploration, and they wanted to create the world's first adult film shot in space. Why not, right? How does that work? I don't know. So you know how much it's going to cost to bring sex to space? <laughs> billion dollars? $3.4 million. A little oh, cheaper yeah. than I, I would oh, have expected. Oh, they make that in like three movies. They're good. Well, the campaign page for this sexploration made fun of like those uh, overacted scenes that porn is like notorious for, which 
clearly you don't know about, but you need to watch some porn so you can get up to speed okay. with this. Like, there's like dramatic uh, uh, acting. You should get, I should have like studied some shit before okay. I came today. Um, but it also educated like consumers on the actual like technical requirements that would be necessary to create porn in space. I'm going to show like some machines or something. I'm going to show you a little clip of this video real quick. I've had sex pretty much everywhere and every way that you could imagine. I've had sex on almost every different continent with all kinds of different women. Don't get me wrong, I love what I do and who I do, but this is a really unique opportunity to break ground in the adult industry. I'm beyond excited to be a part of the Pornhub Space Program for this exact reason. We're gonna make porn in space. <laughs> who else can say that they were the first porn stars to work in space? This is an amazing well, that takes a mile high club to like a whole new level. <laughs> it totally doesn't even think. And I have to say, sex on every continent—that's a big goal. That's like that's like a bucket list thing. Should we add that to our bucket list? I think individually, I like now it's not. I just want to be clear because so I just want to also say one more thing. Alexis and I are totally best friends and also business partners. And like we often are out together, and we'll be like, "This is my partner," and then I'm like, "Shit, we can't say that anymore." <laughs> Like, now that that's totally fine. If, yeah. like, I am all cool with that. I'm just, you're not my, like, type. Yeah, I need to, like, <laughs> I definitely need to stop calling you my partner because people, <laughs> I'm not even joking, the looks I get are like, they're like, oh, oh yeah. Okay, your okay. partner. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyways, it was so funny, clearly. And many people were wondering, like, if this was a joke or if Pornhub was, like, actually planning on taking porn to space. Unfortunately, the campaign only raised $236,000. Oh. So not quite enough to make the mission happen. But that didn't matter because, once again, this completely elevated Pornhub's brand awareness. And every media outlet covered this. And again, not the ones you would think. Like, Vice covered it, BuzzFeed, but also the Washington Post and Discovery News Channel. Oh, Discovery. Discovery. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the world's first sex exploration. I mean, it was crazy. It was everywhere and hilarious. So well done, Pornhub. Well done, Pornhub. Okay, the next one. Did you know, Alexis, yes. that Pornhub actually does a lot of cause marketing? Okay. For people who can't have sex or <laughs> no. is there a charity? <laughs> no, they just they do they do a lot of like really good stuff and they okay. actually do it in an insanely smart way. Like, they're super creative, but their creativity actually makes an impact, like, despite it just being funny, you know? Okay. So I'm going to go What's through— their cause? They have multiple, and you're going to just love it. Okay. One of their charitable efforts was a campaign in 2014 called Pornhub Gives America Wood. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any guess of, like, what it might be about? Mm, like something for building houses? Good guess. Okay. No. Uh, Pornhub <laughs> no. Gives America Wood is an environmentally conscious effort for Arbor Day. Oh. So basically they want to make America a greener country, which is great because we need more trees. Like, yeah. let's, we need to keep planting trees. So for every 100 videos, this is very hard for me to say, okay? Okay. For every 100 videos watched on the site's big dick category. I'm sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> I try to be professional and it's just so hard. Okay. Pornhub pledged to plant a tree. So Every hundred videos watched about big dicks, a tree was planted. Why did <laughs> interesting? Oh, because they were giving wood. wood. Giving okay. wood. Okay. Yeah. So for one week around Arbor Day in April, people consumed more than 1.5 
million views on videos in the big dick category. And they planted 15,741 trees. Good job, Pornhub. Good job. Another year in 2012, Pornhub launched a campaign promising to donate one cent for every 30 views in its big tits and small tits categories. Do you know what this was to support? No. Oh, yeah, breast cancer. Yes. Those funds were supposed to go straight to the Susan G. Komen Foundation in honor of National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I don't know how I miss covering that in our boob, breast cancer, and brands episode, but the reason I probably didn't was because Susan G. Komen was like, uh, no, we are not accepting your donation, Pornhub. Like, I imagine that was the voice. Like, Oh, um, come on. That's yeah, like, right? you accept every donation. Yeah. And guess what that did, though, when they declined the donation? Media All storm. over. Media storm. It got an insane amount of press coverage. The most insane. The headlines were, Komen Foundation rejects Pornhub donation. The stories were everywhere, once again in mainstream media. So a porn company is in mainstream media all the time. Crazy. Crazy. And this raised more brand awareness. Earlier that same year, Pornhub sponsored a Save Our Boobs bus, which drove around New York City offering free breast cancer screenings and education about self-examinations. It also featured porn star Brie Olson, who is the ex-girlfriend of Charlie Sheen. Oh, okay. So she was there and she was kind of like the cheerleader for the campaign, like talking about like, check your boobies. And I'm sure like just her being there actually increased people's, you know, a different demographic of people to go get checked. Yeah. Because their husbands probably wanted to go. That's interesting. Or they wanted to go. Or they wanted to go. You know? So, I mean, you do you. Do what it takes to get a mammogram. That's right. Smart. If it takes a porn hub on a and no porn one got, bus. No, Susan G. Komen, no one flipped out at them. So people flipped out. They were already, they was so purposeful. This was on the heels of them getting in trouble for I think all the Planned Parenthood stuff or something. I don't remember. It was very, it was a scandalous time I read about. But then they did a search, like, will any breast cancer charity accept our, don- our donation, you know? Yeah. And I actually couldn't find who did, if anyone did. Wow. But, okay, we have another one. In 2019, so this one's pretty recent, they came up with a new way to give back. This time, it was to help the planet in a different way. So Pornhub created the dirtiest porn ever. It was an adult video that was filmed on a dirty beach where a couple was having sex while litter pickers were, like, around them in Pornhub-branded suits cleaning up the beach. Oh, my so like, God. So, like, picture it. Dirty beach. People having sex. People having sex. Not and like attention to People the- in, like, I'm imagining Pornhub, like, spandex. Oh, like my God. Picking litter. Okay, I didn't watch the video. But there is a video you could go watch. And Pornhub wanted you to go watch the video because it pledged that every time the dirtiest porn ever video was played – they would make a donation to Ocean Polymers, a nonprofit organization that was planning to launch a ship to collect and reprocess plastic from the sea. Awesome. I mean, do what it takes, right? Is Pornhub, so I just know that that Red Tube one, it's like self-people created or I mean, there's, I guess there's professionals, but is Pornhub, like, do they produce their own or is it also, it's just like an engine? I don't know the answer. I know they they have professional porn on because like that they probably produce. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they they, they produce this. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know like the requirements of like if you can just upload your own porn. Like I'm not that educated okay. on it. I'm the wrong person to ask. I know. Your husband. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I'm he can like- educate you. <laughs> okay. The press release said 
We're dirty here at Pornhub, but that doesn't mean our beaches need to be. And Ocean Polymers was thrilled by this. They were like, unlike Susan G. Coleman, they were like, we will take your money and your exposure. The executive director, her name was Heather Wigglesworth. Great name. Great name. She responded by saying that the initiative and support from Pornhub is inspired and appreciated. And she encouraged more companies of their size and stature to take the same responsibility with the audience they engage. Nice. Right? So I love it. Also, that same year in 2019, they had a campaign to save the bees. As in like the birds and the bees, like the bees, like that make honey. Oh God, they got to do something with honey. So to raise money for this, they created bee porn, B-E-E porn. Okay. And they called it the bee sexual campaign. And it featured short videos of bees doing it, like nature porn. <laughs> nature porn? It was so, so odd. And it was like, it's very interesting. Don't Google it. Um, there, <laughs> there was voiceovers by popular porn stars, like over the, the bees having sex. Oh my like God. voiced by porn stars. Pornhub pointed out that 70% of food is the direct result of bees banging plants. <laughs> so saving bees was relevant to their business, they yeah. argued. Okay, like I get it. That's great. They donated once again for every video view on its bisexual channel to the nonprofits Operation Honeybee and the Center for Honeybee Research. Like, who knew that these who things existed? knew Beehorn? I mean, I'm telling you, people are into weird things. I just have to do this quick. We got a really interesting lead the other day, and oh my it was God. called Yoni. And it isn't it like labia imprints? Well, we. First of all, got it. And I had no idea. And Jordan and I were looking and Jordan's like, oh my God, these these paintings are beautiful. <laughs> They're like, look like flowers, like abstract flowers. And you see like people like observing in a gallery and then you like read what it is. And it's like legit, someone comes and paints down there. It's and called your vagina. Your vagina. <laughs> the yoni, the paints the yoni and then like pushes the paper. Why is it called a yoni? Is that like a nickname for it? That I don't know I'm going to start calling it a yoni. That's way better than a vagina. And <laughs> sounds like something a Greek lady would say, like an old Greek bitty. She'd be I'm, like, I'm a Greek bitty. <laughs> I'm going to say that. That's why I said that. Perfect. And yeah, you. I apparently like somehow it gets transferred to the paper, but somehow the, like, but I mean, think about what you have to do to transfer that to paper. Well, like there's a position. lot of <laughs> there's a lot of different experiences, Melissa. I mean, there's one package that you can go. And you can get a bubble bath and a glass or bottle of wine and a charcuterie board. And then after the painting experience happens. And we kept diving in like, do you paint your own? Does someone paint you? No, someone paints you. It's not you paint your own. But there are options for a learning a class of how to paint your own and then do the photos. And I'm like, I'm just so curious. Like they talk about all this liberation, how this like just makes women feel great. And I was asking Wes, I'm like, so if I got this done and like gave it to you for Christmas, like, would you put it like in the house and you're just like walking by, oh, there's our family photos from Christmas. And oh, there's my wife's vagina. Oh, Yoni. Um, I'm sorry. Okay, next. And come down the hall to the playroom. Like what? I cannot even. I, I mean, can't even. What? <laughs> People are But weird. you know what? Hey, there's something for everyone. And if you want to paint your vagina, go your to Yoni. Yoniprint.com. Y-O-N-I print.com. Like, go do it. Be you. I be mean, proud I of your Yoni. Be, I think it'd be a funny joke to get, like, I mean, I wouldn't do it, but like someone does it for their husband for Christmas and they're like, oh, what a beautiful painting. And they're like, that's my Yoni. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Okay, People well, are into weird stuff. Yoniprint.com. Okay, go get it done. Okay, back to Pornhub. <laughs> they also have donated like large sums of money to save pandas and whales. Actually, they had a whole campaign encouraging people to make panda-style porn. I mistakenly Googled that because I was like, what does that even mean? Don't Google it. Like, do not Google it. (laughs) I'm warning you now. I'm going to get ads now. I mean, my phone is right here. Panda porn. Okay. There's one more serious way that Pornhub gives back that I actually thought was really cool. So they actually give $25,000 scholarships to women interested in STEM fields. Isn't that cool? Cool. And it's an attempt to balance out like all the inequalities that are in that field. It's really heavy, obviously skews men. The website for the program says, Pornhub works hard to make millions of people happy every single day. That is no easy feat. And we couldn't do it without some of the most awesome women on our team of developers, engineers, and analysts. We do, however, recognize that women are vastly underrepresented in tech. With the latest diversity reports estimated that women are filling as little as just 20 to 30% of positions in the field. As such, we would like to support the recipient of the second annual Pornhub Care Scholarship in her STEM-related studies. Wow. So it's open to women studying science, tech, engineering, or math, and they have to have a GPA of 3.0 or higher. And... To apply, you just write an essay or send a video, which it's not a porn video. You just send a video. Although maybe you could. But isn't that cool? That's very cool. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Just to like reduce the stigma that porn stars aren't idiots? I mean, I don't think, I think it's just to support like it takes all, like they need developers and engineers and all of these techie smart people to produce what they, like to produce the website and all the content and like women can have those jobs too. So they're supporting women. I think it's cool. I mean, really, when it comes to just, like, the givebacks, there are a lot of opinions out there about a company like Pornhub who, like, publishes porn, which is not the most, like, virtuous of businesses, right? Yeah. But, like, they're doing these campaigns to position themselves as a company that's making the world a better place. Yeah. People don't always love that, but, like, that's the very reason that they're getting all the media attention, and they're raising money for causes. And, like, also, they command such a big population of the world if they can get someone's attention who, like, normally doesn't give a shit about saving the planet, like, cool. And I think it's smart. Like, everyone just has the stigma that it's, like, I mean, Pornhub is, I mean, obviously the millions of people that consume it, but there is a stigma that it's, like, dirty and bad and raunchy. And it's, like, they're bringing, like, a whole new sophistication to it with all these campaigns, I think. I think so, too. And, I mean, there is a lot of, there is a population who's addicted to porn. It's an addiction, just like alcohol, just like gambling, just like anything. But I was actually thinking it would be a much higher stat. I was going to report on it. But it was only, like, 5 to 7% of the population has a a true porn addiction, which is still high. And it's a real thing. And we also, again, we said it, we don't want our kids to think, like, porn is the way that people have sex. Like, that's, that is happening, so we have to get ahead of that and be smart. Like, because they're exposed to that on the internet already. Yeah. 100%. Maybe not, like, our little kids, but kids at young ages are. So I think it's just important to, like, recognize that there is a purpose for it. It's not, there's nothing wrong with porn. I don't think anything's wrong with it. I just think if it's overused and if it becomes, like, the norm in someone's perception of how sex should be before they have a chance to, like, understand what it really is, that's a problem. Yeah. You know? Okay, one more thing. The data – oh, I said that like I had an accent. The data (laughs) – what is up today? I don't know. I'm like – It's a good day. It's a good day. Okay. I don't know. Well, their data is sexy. Straight up. Pornhub has sexy data. And, like – 
they are the like one of the most visited sites in the world. So that means obviously like they have a ton of porn, but they also have a ton of data, right? Yeah. And at the end of 2012, Pornhub released an article with data on the viewing habits of its users over the course of 2012. And it was kind of like an experimental blog post. They were like, I wonder what would happen if we just posted this. And this is the map they posted, Lex. Can oh, you read it? The cold. Oh, but that's interesting. What it describe it? It's a map of the United States showing um, which states consume more porn with boobs or butts. So the whole thing Wait, was- which, what color is which? I can't read it. Red is butts. Wow. I know. Everyone likes butts. At least in 2012 they did. I think, I think we still skew high in butts. Thank you, Kim Kardashian. But yeah, so they, they put this up there. It looked like a map of like election day coverage. It's yeah. red and blue and the blue states are boobs and the red states are butts. And Arizona is all butts all the way, just so you know. And this got so much traction, like just this little blog post, it was picked up and reposted a million times. I mean, all over. And so they were like, they were smart. Just like we tell our clients, if something works, you replicate it. You yeah. keep doing it. So they were like, we are going to keep using our data like this. So they started, you know, smartly producing more and more graphs like this, more blog posts, uh, releasing more data of hilarious, like, comparisons. What are certain countries' favorite type of porn? Like, I mean, they got into everything because they know all their users have it. Yeah. And so now, every year, they produce something called the Pornhub Year in Review, where they break down the stats that you never in your wildest dreams could imagine should exist. Oh my God. I mean, God. go to I their bet. website yeah. and do look at the 2021 year in review. It is pages and pages and pages of data that you're like, I did not need to know that people were searching for like greasy monkey porn in India. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. What? Crazy. So this success actually has led to partnerships with sites like BuzzFeed, Vice, and Gizmodo. And they've all written like hundreds of pieces of content about Pornhub's data. So once again, continuing to elevate brand awareness. Like, so for the very few people who don't already know of Pornhub, like you, prior to this episode, like they're all learning about it every day. Wow. Right? I mean, that content is like a marketing gold mine, right? Yeah. So crazy. I mean, and really, Lex, like that was barely scraping the surface. They do so much crazy, but really smart stuff. And they're valued somewhere around $1.5 billion. So I don't know. What do you think? Is it going to stick? <laughs> I think it'll stick. I, I think, think it's very sticky. Away. You know what's interesting? I wonder when like the first, I mean, obviously porn's been happening. I mean, forever. Ever. Even like back in like Jesus's when, days, dude. But when the movies, like with the first porn movie that was filmed, probably like, crazy. I mean, it was probably like as early as film was made. Oh my God. I mean, people were, think of even, I, I'm rewatching Bridgerton because the new season of Bridgerton comes out in March and I'm getting prepared. And I was watching it and they're talking about all the brothels and things like back in the 1800s. Like, it was crazy. I mean, this sex has always been a thing that people need access to. That's not just like consensual, like man, woman relationship. No, I agree. Yeah, you know, they want to watch it. They want to do it with other people. They want to Sex sells, literally. So let me thank some of my sources. And then Alexis needs to go explore um, Checking all, it out. all the inner workings of Pornhub. And then she's going to paint her vagina. Okay. <laughs> Lots to do this okay. weekend. I have a busy weekend. Okay. Um, so I loved the Guardian article that was all about Pornhub Times Square New York billboard from October 2014. 
Adweek had an awesome article and that video that we shared featuring the choir. And it was Pornhub erects huge billboard in Times Square after the search for the great non-pornographic ad. Referral Candy had an awesome, awesome blog post all about all of Pornhub's marketing campaigns. Better Marketing had a great story, like all about how Pornhub gives us a masterclass in ethical marketing. And then Huffington Post had a great entry on like Pornhub's Giving America Wood campaign. So this was a fun one to research. Got to clean off my computer and make sure we're safe for work again. And that's it. Ready to rock. Well, I hope you give us a five-star rating for this one because, Melissa, this one rocked it. I learned a lot, and apparently I'm going to learn more this weekend. So (laughs) please go to Spotify, iTunes, podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a five-star review. Give us some comments. Give some suggestions of what you want us to cover. Tell us what new porn you watched (laughs) this weekend. weekend. Don't send us the links. Just let us know. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.